Dear Heavenly Father, as I speak to your children today, allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Lord, let everything that I speak today truly come from you. In your name I pray, amen. In Luke 9, we learn about Jesus feeding 5,000. It was late in the afternoon and the disciples came to him and said, send the crowds away to their nearby villages and farms so they can find food and lodging for the night. There is nothing for them to eat in this remote place. And Jesus said, no, 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 you feed them. And of course, they're talking back to Jesus and saying, but well, we only have five loaves of bread and two fish, only have. And they said, are you expecting us to buy enough food for 5,000 people? Jesus told him to break the crowd up into groups of 50. And he took those five loaves of bread and two fish and he fed everyone, everyone. And afterwards, the disciple picked up the 12 baskets of leftovers. This story of Jesus feeding the 5,000 in Luke 9 verses 10 through 17 reminds us when we tell Jesus, when we tell God, I only have $5 or I only have five minutes, he asks us to give him our $5, to give him our five minutes. And he multiplies that and he'll take what little we have and multiply it so that we're never in need, that so we're never without what we need. And this story exemplifies that. Can you imagine having five loaves of bread and two fish and the ability to feed 5,000 people? The disciples didn't think it was possible either. But when you don't have faith, you lean on God and allow his word to lead you. In verse 21, Jesus starts telling his disciples, don't tell anyone who he was. And he told them that he was going to be rejected by elders and the teachers of religious law. And he was going to be killed. And on the third day, he was going to be raised from the dead. So he's predicting his death. Then he says, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross daily and follow me. If you try to hang on to your own life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. Verse 25, and what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but you yourself are lost or destroyed? This is a direct message that Jesus gives us to tell us, his children, that we have to give up our own thoughts, our own actions, our own way of life. And we have to every single day take up our cross and follow him. Every single day, we must die to ourselves and live to God, live to Jesus. We must remind ourselves that if we are holding on to our material things so tightly, but we reject Jesus, that there is no benefit for us. There's no benefit for gaining everything material and denying Christ. There's no benefit to us for that. As we continue walking through this chapter, in verse 41, Jesus says, you faithless and corrupt people, how long must I be with you and put up with you? Then he said to the man, bring your son here. Oftentimes we think that Jesus is, doesn't speak his mind, that he doesn't say the things that are impacting him. He is calling out faithless and corrupt people. This means that people who have no faith and are corrupt, he doesn't like 
And he's saying, how long do I have to deal with you? How long am I going to have to deal with these kind of people? Jesus gives us instructions here that we should not be dealing with these people. If we have faithless or corrupt people that are in our circle, as children of God, as Christians, we don't have to die to ourselves in order to live to another human. In other words, we don't have to put ourselves, make ourselves small to make somebody else big. We don't have to continue allowing people who don't have faith, who are corrupt in any way to be in our circle. There is a cost to following Jesus. In verse 61, a man said, yes, Lord, I will follow you, but first let me say goodbye to my family. What? First, let me do this. When Jesus says, follow me at all costs, lay down your life for me, lay down your burdens, put everything and follow me. There's no time to say, oh, but let me go get my finances right. Oh, let me get right with this person or that person. That's not following his instructions. That's not submitting completely and totally to what Jesus is calling us to do. Jesus wants us to lay down any and everything that we have. He wants us to come to him as imperfect people, imperfect children, because he cleanses us from our sins. He heals us. So don't feel like you have to go get right before you get right with God. Don't feel like you have to have a certain amount of money saved or you have to ask everyone to forgive you or be the perfect person. Come to God as you are. Commit to dying daily to your flesh, taking up your cross and following him wherever he asks you to go. Following Jesus isn't easy. It's not always easy, but it's always worth it. So today, Pick up your cross and follow Jesus.